Welcome to the Money, Motivation, and More podcast. My name is Robert Geniak, and I'm the author of the international bestseller, Rich is a State of Mind. And this episode is entitled, Adjusting Your Failure Quotient. I was sitting at a desk in a nondescript hotel room in Vancouver, British Columbia, advancing through PowerPoint slides. It's my usual pre-presentation ritual. I stopped as the words on the screen caught my eye. It's your attitude, not your aptitude, that will affect your altitude. I've liked the phrase from the first time I heard it, and it was slide number five in my presentation entitled Lead or Be Left Behind. In three hours, I'd be presenting at a conference of financial industry professionals, a group I've presented to on several occasions with great success. It's kind of what you do when you've written a Canadian bestseller on personal finance. On this particular morning, however, I came to the sudden realization that today's presentation might not be as successful. Was it me? No, it was them. How did I know this? Well, indulge me in a short digression. As part of the two-day event, there was a small vendor show, a meet-and-greet, and plenty of time to interact with the attendees. After 48 hours in Vancouver, I have to admit, I was both disappointed and frustrated. Nobody seemed all that interested in anything I had to say, examples I offered, client testimonials I spent time developing. I was beginning to doubt my own wisdom at coming to the event, actually and spending not only three days of my time, but flights, hotel, meals. After all, this was one of those special, this-will-be-a-great-exposure-for-you type of events. Attitude, not your aptitude. The slide was starting to resonate with me, despite my having used it dozens of times. It would have been easy for me to get an attitude at that moment. Didn't they know about the 12-hour day I endured on Sunday to be here? Didn't they know how I customized my slides to fit their conference theme? How could they not be interested in what I had to say? Attitude, not your aptitude. Emotion versus logic. Much has been debated over the issues of EQ, emotional quotient, and IQ, intelligence quotient, and the relative importance of each. As a writer, I'd like to add another acronym into the mix. FQ. FQ? Failure quotient. Your ability to handle adversity, disappointment, and the inevitable no's that you'll hear as you try to get people interested in your book, your message, your product, your meeting, your investment strategy, and for financial professionals, just you as an advisor. EQ and IQ are important. They allow us to bring our personality and intellect to our profession, but FQ is what determines the winners. How many times can you hear no before you quit? It still surprises me that not everyone I talk to wants to hire me to speak at their industry event or buy large quantities of my book for their attendees. Seriously, I'm not kidding. Can you handle 5, 10, 15, 20, 50 no's in a row? Heck, getting even a single no feels like a kick in the teeth on some days and really tests your FQ. I went through a period about nine months ago when I didn't get a single no for seven consecutive weeks. Seven. Seven weeks without a no. How'd I do that? Easy. Didn't talk to anybody. Didn't ask anyone for their business. Since I didn't ask, I couldn't get a no. Was an excellent experiment, actually, but certainly not the brightest way to try to build one's business or one's financial practice. That short digression brings us back to Vancouver. It's 5 a.m. in that nondescript hotel room where I'm frustrated, preparing to encourage 300-plus financial professionals to develop their client relationships, share their ideas on how to build their practice, and help get clients to attain their goals. But who was I frustrated with? Certainly not me. I know my target market. I've been at this for a while, and people tell me I have an excellent message. I also have a decent track record in this industry for helping both advisors and clients attain their goals. It wasn't me. Except, well, it was me. I'm scheduled to take the stage at 8 a.m., the opening speaker on day three of the conference. 
And as I paced in my room, now at 5.15 a.m., there was only one word to describe how I felt. Annoyed. As is often the case before I present, I made a phone call home to my wife back in Ontario where it was 8.15 a.m. for two reasons. One, just to say hi from the road, and two, to vent a bit. About three minutes into our conversation, she hit me with the following statement. What's with the attitude, speaker boy? I tried to explain how frustrated I was about the whole event and my lack of understanding about their indifference to my message. Her response was classic. It's not about you. It's about them, silly. She was absolutely right. So what that the people I talked to weren't very interested? My job was to find the people who were interested. After all, I hadn't talked to all 300-plus attendees, and I was going to have all of them in the audience just over two hours from now. More importantly, if I didn't make some sort of attitude adjustment, things were only going to go from bad to worse. So I adjusted my FQ, and I took to the platform with a radically different attitude than I had at 515. I was passionate about my message. I told myself it was going to reach those it needed to reach. I spoke to them not just using my head, the IQ part, but speaking from the heart, the EQ part, to share my message about helping advisors to help Canadians create better financial futures for themselves and their families. Your FQ is what will determine your eventual success in the financial advisory industry. How many times can you hear no before you quit? After 10 years of promoting Rich as a state of mind, some days it's still a surprise that not everyone I talk to is interested in what I have to say. My guess is, this happens to you as well. And that's okay. Simply go out and find the people who are interested and give them your best. By the time I had left the conference seven hours later for my flight home, I had taken orders for more copies of my book than on any day since the book was published. I asked people who were ordering, what made you decide to order today? Almost to a person, they told me it was the passion that I delivered my message with that morning. What's my point? Work on developing your FQ, your ability to respond to no's, maybes, and business disappointments. Keep the passion about what you do and remember that it isn't about you. It's about them, your clients, and your prospects. I know after this recent experience, my FQ has expanded to a whole new level. This has been another episode of the Money, Motivation, and More podcast. I'm your host, Robert Geniak. And if you're getting this podcast from Apple Podcasts, thank you. It's also available on Blueberry, CastBox, Player FM, and at the robertgeniak.com website. If you're listening to it on some other platform, please drop me a note and let me know. I'd be happy to know where you're getting the podcast from. As always, I'm open to suggestions about future podcasts and about feedback about this very podcast itself. Until next time, thank you for listening.